Hey, this is Ryan from Indie Ball Nation. Got a little something different for you today. Uh, as you know, usually I'll do daily recaps or some sort of recap, depending on the vibe, and get it on YouTube and get it on various podcast platforms, whichever one you are likely listening to right now. Well, I definitely listen to it right now, actually, because this is something different. This is some audio-only content. Now, if you do follow on YouTube, you might have seen that last week I rolled out a little bit of YouTube-specific content. You should go check that out. If you have not, that was Nick and I doing our best to take 10 minutes to run through uh, all of the playoff matchups as the standings sort of sat at the time uh, in the four major indie leagues and predict the outcome that we thought would happen or be most likely and uh, coming to it with one bracket rather than one uh, for each of us was a bit of a, a garbage fire, but we kind of agreed, so it was a good listen. Um, this, however, would be on the other side of that, because as I'm doing YouTube-specific stuff, I'd like to do some audio-only things, and I got some good stuff that I can post. This is, uh, well, the first of what will be at least three going up in short order here, uh, but there will likely be more. All of it would be, so far, at least all of it, is from, <laughs> I guess I'll call it the Cutting Room Floor edition of the Indie Ball Report podcast that I've been doing with Nick every week. and. We have the tendency to not shut up, which might surprise absolutely nobody. So uh, that's not a problem for me. I don't care. Actually, it's quite a benefit for me, as it turns out. But it is more of a headache for Nick, who then has to go back and edit everything into a, I guess, somewhat cohesive and uh, approachable in both, in both time and content uh, podcast. So what he's been doing, actually, is he's been kind enough to not only uh, cut out some of the more random tangents or just the pre-show banter that we tend to get into and not be able to get out of and send it over my way for my own use. And it is, uh, I definitely want to get that out because some of it's interesting and it's one of those things where I'll drop some timestamps uh, in the description of the podcast. So if at any point you're like, eh, this isn't really interesting to me, that's fine. It, this is an indie ball podcast. And if we get off topic, feel free to skip ahead. Don't feel bad about it one bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I want to get it, I'll put it up because some of it might be interesting. Some people, we've already had a couple of people ask like, hey, why don't you talk about this or that? And it's actually been in the cut content. So uh, a little more urgency actually even to put it up now that there is some things that I know people would be interested in. Um, this episode, episode one of this sort of cutting room floor, uh, I guess series, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll sort of have a sub series for that. Um, it is just all pre-show from an episode actually a few weeks ago, episode 221 of Indie Ball Report, which if you're not following, you definitely should, uh, though I suspect that you are following if you are listening to this on a podcast platform. Um, we talk about a little bit of everything. I mean, off the top of my head, we're talking Pecos League, both the chaos of it, the logos of it, the, the market of it, the issues they're having, the things that are going well, things they're trying to do. Um, that's not really on brand for Indie Ball Report, but it is more on brand for Indie Ball Nation, that's for sure. Um, we talk about attendance woes with certain teams and our thoughts on that. Um, we talk about possible expansion and relocation opportunities around indie ball and the baseball uh, sort of landscape and uh, really dig into a little bit on Atlantic City and then really dig in New Orleans in a way that is not entirely focused. Uh, and then we kind of have some story time at the end. I think a little more Pecos League talk even leaks in and then we... Uh, sort of wrap it up with some very uh, <laughs> off-topic story time. So again, as I said, uh, don't feel obligated to listen to anything here, but it's just out there in case you would like it. The uh, Cutting Room Floor Edition from episode 221 of Indie Raw Report. 
I guess we'll call it episode one of the Cutting Room Floor Edition for Indie Ball Nation. And I uh, hope, hope you enjoy it. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But uh, it's out there, and it's audio only. And maybe, just maybe, I'll sucker some of my YouTube following into coming over here for this. In which case, they'll several minutes and go, ah, why? And that's um, that's kind of the vibe I'm going for at Indie Ball Nation. I'm sure nobody's surprised to hear that. If I finish up a show or a project, and uh, you go, huh, okay, then I did my job. All right, y'all. Enjoy, or something like it. Listen up, y'all. Because it will, it will be a disaster, I know that. Eh, how bad could it be? Oh, God, please don't say things like that. Uh, God, um, it, it look, it'll go as well as that Zach Bryan concert went. Yeah, it went well. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is going to go well. Sure. Positive visualization. One to one. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, but yeah, is, uh, anything you really want to get to here? Or? Um, we had a team score 36 runs in the Pecos last night. Wait, team score 36 runs in the Pecos? Hell yeah, they did. Wait, who did that? Tucson. Tucson? Game one of the, the year. Guerreros? Yep. Austin got punk for 34. Like at what point? 36, do you just, rather 36. At what point do you fold your franchise when you get pumped that bad? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think how many position oh. players they use. They use three to pitch, and they give up a combined. Okay, well, look, I mean, twelve of those runs were off actual pitchers. However, those runs were in three innings. Now the thing is, you know. Yeah. Uh, how short's your pitching situation if you give up 12 rounds in three innings and then right away you're like, well, not using any more pitchers here. Meanwhile, they get, wait, and then Tucson threw some dude who went three and two thirds hitless in relief, striking out nine. Oh, Lord. Travis Cole, man. Like, I'm looking at the box score now. Like, Travis Cole is nasty. Holy shit. I'm looking at those ERAs, 37.79, 27, 72, 54. Jesus Christ. Don't sleep on the fact that this Johnson, RJ Johnson went seven for eight with a pair of dangers. Good God. Jesus Christ. I feel like we should be recording this. Whoops. Uh, I tend to do that. Yeah, it is recording, so we're all good. This is going to be Oh, shit. Good call. Yeah, it's already recording, so it's all good. How did what's even more embarrassing? Like I can't tell. Like thirty six runs is bad. Like don't get me wrong, but yeah. like they got four runs on three hits too. A valid yeah. point. A valid point. Yeah. Like, they, um, the Pecos League is something else, man. Honestly, they, I've been learning more about it because I'm fascinated, and I am aware this could be the last season. It's relevant <laughs> in yeah. my life, at least. So I'm like, yeah. this is like a big show me year for them. This is not a good start. Hold the phone. They have a players in the MIL beast page. What the hell is this? Who's getting signed? Who's getting signed out of this league? See, it's because they get signed to like the pioneer and then the frontier, and then they yeah, no one goes directly. Yeah, I was gonna say like um, they cannot. Uh, okay, yeah. first off, they should not. Be I think a couple. Martha. I think someone did. I think someone might have gotten direct fairly recently, but that's like going into like low A and it's because like if oh, you only give up four runs and like seven innings of work in the Pecos, they're like, eh, maybe. Maybe you'd have a hope. Maybe you didn't just go there to die. 
Like, I, like some of these guys, I'll give them credit for, but like Kevin McGovern, I'm not giving you any credit for Kevin McGovern. I'm not giving you mm-hmm. Nick Anderson. I'm not giving you uh, Josh Tolls. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not giving him Logan Gillespie. I'm sure shit not giving him Chris Mollison because he never pitched in the Pecos League. That's from Pacific Association days. So that just straight up doesn't count. And I'm not giving him Jared Cohen. I'm not giving those ones. I'll give him the rest, but not those ones. Even well, Duncan Schneider's a little stretch. But what about the fact that going into last night? Yeah. Or no, not last night. It must have been the day before. I think it was a Tuesday game. Yeah. Dublin had given up da, 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 69 runs in three games. And they were playing Monterey, who had scored 32 runs in three games. And they held Monterey to two runs. Like, I got to see what transactions they made. What if this what just became a big hitter score? Like, That's I just the whole thought- thing they have going on. It's a crackhead energy out there. Like, and what does really have to do to have a minus hitting score? Like this Nick DeWitt guy's got a minus 100. Oh, man, the one time I was running Peco stats and some guy hit like 390 and like yeah. hit a few bombs and I ran his OPS plus and it was like a 98. I was like, oh, shit, oof. This league should not Tough exist. crowd. This league shouldn't exist. Like, And then there's like the Cowboys who are like, you know, run like an actual team. Got their own podcast. They're weird. This league is just so weird, man. Like, I'd be more invested in how weird they are if they didn't try to, or if they didn't threaten to sue me. I would be, yeah. I, I if they leaned in, you know, I'd same thing I'm said with the Pioneer League. If they lean yeah. in, the fact that like there's gonna be some rounds, baby. Like, I'm cool with it. That's fine. Yeah, but like other ones are just like, I will say some of their logos are interesting though. Oh. Yeah, the energy there is wild. I have like a definitive ranking, like ready to go for recorded pod of like all the indie yeah. ball logos, but I've been, you know, busy. Yeah. A lot of them are done. Oh my bottom. God. Oh my God. Did you see the logo for this Lancaster uh, or I guess it's Lancaster Soundbreakers? Uh, yeah, it bothers me deeply. It looks like it's out of like a 1950s comic book ad. Well, first of all, that can be a vibe. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. I'm mad about uh, how cool like the old logo was yeah. like the Jethawks. And I understand you can't use that anymore. I understand there's been changes, but like, like then to go just like that weird, like it's already the hangar. They already have all the, like the plane theming. So, you know, that's why they stuck with the sound breakers and the plane yeah. theme. But yeah, man, I hate that but, for the squad. Also the whole Pecos League West is or Pacific division, I guess. It's kind of rough. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there's uh, some real crackhead energy going on there. Um, I'm just going to keep rolling that as if we're recording because we're yeah. just going to. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to let you f- do the jankiest yeah, do intro. Thing, yeah. It's going to be a garbage fire. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to see where I had them in this ranking. I did. Okay. And this did not include the counterclocks logo, so I need to rethink a bunch of stuff. Well, the counterclocks logo is just it's it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, and the logo, honestly, here's the thing too. The logo could be saved if like what they had, if they just kind of switched them around, right? Like if the C was more of like a secondary logo, it'd be fine. Not great, but it'd be fine. If they went with like the backwards jockey as the primary, it'd be better. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, see, I was really split 
on the Pecos stuff because there are some there are some solid ones. See that this was back when the scuba divers were still around too, and I kind of yeah. like that logo. I'm a sucker for it, but yeah. like so obviously there's some some real bad ones um well i mean i feel bad like the cowboys thing obviously has some sort of like correlation to like some ranch there but like still the triggers one is like weird i cannot believe we still have like a gun trigger as the logo like i'm not a sensitive person like that but it just seems wild i mean Uh, especially in colorado and and the fact that like austin keeps using that frog when honestly they have like a tie-dye a with like the texas flag as like the cross of the a that's not a you know that that's supposed to be a frog i think so yeah i thought it was yeah. like just supposed to be like i don't know i assumed I it was a know. frog honestly was, now i'm realizing maybe it's not that's that could be on me I got hair. it has hair if you look underneath the baseball yeah hat. you know what it just it looks like a, a humanoid like frog a maybe we're reading a little too much into this frog honestly like I, you know what it looks like to me it kind of looks like the cartoon character you'd see on like a 90s soda ad oh yeah like, couldn't you see this dude hawking you like surge or something? Yep. Yep, like, for sure. Yeah, I guess it's just also it kind of looks like it's about to scream like a raceway park at me. But, well, <laughs> um well, okay. I'm I'm just gonna run through it right now because yeah. this is wild. Because Roswell yeah. is like the biggest waste of potential logo wise, oh, because they could do something absolutely. so cool. The Cowboys thing, I don't get it, but I understand there's some sort of thing there. Santa yeah. Fe is like an Ed Hardy t-shirt, which is crazy. The triggers I've already said is weird. Yeah. And then you have like, okay, you have like Tucson. Yeah. Uh, you have the sound breakers, you have Bakersfield, you have like Mar- even Sturgeon is like kind of clip art vibe. It's very clip art vibe. Yeah. Here's where it gets weird. Like Garden City is whatever. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's but not great. Yeah. It's Austin, we've already discussed, but yeah. Blackwell is like a really nice logo like did yeah. they know they were going did they know the environment they were heading into it must not have i mean like hold on i gotta click the uh oh my god the website's not great yeah that's oh, the thing like it, all of their websites are like straight out of the 90s i feel like because it's all like this it's all the shared format which i mean i appreciate in part like the pioneer league kind of does that but the pioneer league's website formats really nice exactly like this is just like it's out of the 90s yeah, though I will say that like giant banner at the top is actually kind of a cool vibe. Yeah, it could work. It like it would be cool work. if it wasn't there. Yeah. But like I appreciate the effort that they made there. But yeah. then I would say like the Dublin lep- uh, Leprechaun's logo is actually really cool. The like that could be it, like if they're smart, they could have like sell the hell out of that, especially in March. Yeah, that only thing I'll say about that is it does give me a little clip art vibe ish. Mm-hmm. Just from the way that the finish is on it. If they change the finish to have it more of a textured finish as opposed to like a smooth gloss. Uh, well said. Then it would it would work better, especially if you're trying to go for like the baseball look to it. Then you need to have a yep. textured finish. Marysville. I mean, the Drake's logo is kind of cool, even though they are really lucky they're not getting sued by Disney. I was going to say, um, I got some Daffy Duck vibes here. Huge. The kids, yeah. Monterey is kind of vibey. I kind of like the San Rafael yeah. one. At least it doesn't look tacky. And honestly, the seaweed one isn't bad either. So, like, it's a mixed bag out there. Yeah, see, I, I wish they would have just kept the Admiral's branding for Vallejo because I really like that branding. Mm-hmm. But, like, San Rafael just kept the same branding from uh, Pacific Association. I like Monterey. It looks solid. Like, it doesn't blow me away, but it's also, like, it could tell someone tried, which is more than could be said about like half of these things. Mm, yeah, a valid point. Some of them almost feel like they were just cranked up by the league. Um, yeah, that Vallejo yeah. Admirals logo was really cool. Shout out PJ Phillips. 
I don't beat. I feel bad for that dude, man. Bro cannot catch a break. Like, right? I mean, from one shit show to another. I know. I want New Jersey to do well. It's just, it just it's uh, not. Yeah. Like, call. Can I before we like formally get going? Because I guess we should probably start something here. I just want to try and see if I can't find attendance. Oh, we had to keep in your stats for oh, some weird ass God, reason. Yeah. Because I know Stan Island's averaging about a thousand games, slightly over. I think it's like a thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, shout out to the honesty. Yeah, I, I respect it. I respect. I'm, it. you know, I'm like one bad interaction with the <laughs> Atlantic League away from going back and like doing a deep dive and actually like finding the actual attendance and not just the reported attendance on some of these teams. But you know, I'm trying not to do that. I understand because I I am very sensitive to the fact that that could hurt like real people's money, not just like yeah. the owner or like GM. Like I don't want to like salespeople on the spot so i'm not going to do that but like your yeah. team so your your team knows who they are if you're fudging those numbers but there's a few like i know um famously uh chuck domino always reports the accurate one some days man yeah. i'm like oh chuck that's a choice brother you gotta respect it though you really oh, have to respect absolutely it. all right did you find the attendance anywhere i have not like it was here i remember seeing it here Unless it's under team stats for some weird reason. Yeah, it's under team stats. Okay, let's see. According to this, Empire State's leading the way with nothing. And because it didn't it didn't sort by average. That's that's terrible. Oh, not good. Not good. Uh averaging eight hundred and seventy-nine a game. And I think let's keep in mind that they probably had near two thousand at the opener and they probably had another 2000 at the one day game they had a good turnout for that school game maybe like 1500 yeah, and the other five games are sitting at like 3500 total oh, not good not good not, not good. good not good that for the squad and, again, not it, though. and i try to remember like okay they didn't like what went down with jersey was so weird because i i they yeah. I mean, let's say it, they didn't think the stadium was going to be ready. They weren't confident. Yeah. So they ended up not putting tickets on sale till I don't know the exact day, but it, it was about two weeks to 10 days before they noticed, oh, tickets are on sale because I was yeah. trying to go to the home opener before it was all rainy. Yeah. Um, and I swear, like, they put that on sale. I, I don't know if they had already sold some season tickets. I, it's got to be difficult changing mm-hmm. ballparks. So you got to assume they're going on almost no season tickets. So I'm trying to give them benefit of the doubt in a few of these things. Like, you're trying to make up your attendance without any season ticket. You're doing a lot of single game. A lot of that's on a whim, and now you're trying to get people into Patterson on a whim. Yeah. Uh, to be fair to Patterson, by the way, I yeah. was in Lexington last year, and people are going to say, I just meet bashing Lexington. I swear it's not. Yeah. yeah. I would equate it to about the, the area around the stadium in Lexington. It's not, it wasn't great. You were yeah. worried about your car a little bit, but like yeah. it wasn't, you know. Well, it's not even it, so it much around the AC. stadium. Sorry, Lexington. Yeah. Shot yeah. fired. Atlantic City was not. Well, Atlantic City's got a lot of problems. I, I feel bad for the one dude on Twitter too that keeps trying to make Atlantic City work because it's like, dude, I feel you. I I know what you're going for, but like, it's just not going to happen. My thing is, so I talked to him a little bit because I was trying to have him on the show, and I was, yeah. you know, fearing I'd probably end up on his at some point because he started yeah. a little podcast and didn't get rolling just because yeah. I think it one kind of, it. yeah, and and I think it's just the topic is in trouble but it was a cool vibe i was super into it but that is it can i be any more niche so 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm listening to a Pecos League podcast, so life. Um, yeah, fair. But uh, yeah, so I, I was like, trying to help him out. I was talking about it, like just DMs. And he, and if he's listening, like, dude, no shade to you at all. Like, I respect the yeah. hustle and I'm down to help. If, if there is ever a push for a baseball and AC, bro, you hit me up. I'm about it. Like, I'm down for the squad. Uh, yeah. But I, I was trying to be helpful. So I had, uh, I, I did some digging on the Atlantic League side, talked to a couple people who are more in the know about it, uh, like within the league and within some team organizations. Yeah. And then I talked to someone else who knows more about the stadium down there. And, then he was like, yeah, it'll probably cost like a couple million to like get it going. And it was like the estimates were like five to 10 mil minimum. That's and like, think harder. about it. Like, that's like what you pay for a team. Yeah. Plus you have to pay to join the Atlantic league. I, I don't know. I'm sure they don't have some sort of free pass back in. That'd be weird. But yeah. like now we're talking like 10, 15 million bucks just to start up a team in a stadium that a team has already failed in. Yeah. And I, oh, I felt yeah. I brought it to him and I, I tried to put a positive spin on it. And like I said to him, I was like, Hey man, it's following up. Here's what I found. Yeah. And uh, never got a response. And like, that's about time I went quiet. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I feel like I ruined something nice. <laughs> just ruined the dream. Yeah. Uh, well, I got some bad news for you. Your wife's got worse cancer than we thought. <laughs> Don't worry. She's still got six months. That's what you did. You're like, ah, oh, we don't know how bad it is. We'll let you know. Good news is she got months, not weeks. Good thing is you have certainty. Exactly. Like, but I mean, it, yeah, like uh, as soon as you said the price tag, that was a non-starter. Plus, I mean, it was a steady decline in Atlantic City. Like, mm, I know who's I taking know. family vacations down there. I feel like we did. Maybe we talked about this last time, either like on Probably. mine or yours, but yeah. it was right about the AC announcement when they were like, it's going to be an F1 track. And everyone was like, mm, no, it's not. Yeah. And then they switched it around again. And then it's like, ah, and it was kind of a race track thing. Well, I, I thought it was funny because like yeah. I went back and when Vegas got approved for a Formula One track, yeah. like Formula One and the FIA both like put something out there about it. Yeah. And I went back and I was like, anything for when AC announced it? And like, total radio silence like they were like we don't know you because they, they don't want to be associated. honestly i don't blame them for not wanting to be associated with it because i mean think about it like this it's atlantic city that's a hard thing to market yep yeah and it's not and like you're marketing like international like yeah. vegas means something like miami means something yeah exactly they like, did an f1 race up in new york in like the meadowlands it was a trash fire and they scrapped that thing Exactly. Like, that's the thing, though. Like, if you could put a genuine, like, a real track in East Rutherford or something like that, then -hmm. you could sell that because now it's New York that you're selling. That, or Mm -hmm. even if you put it, like, closer, like, even, like, obviously Camden itself wouldn't work, but, like, an area around that, you could sell it as Philly and it'd work. But, like, Atlantic City's too far away from both to be either. It's not as much of a tourist destination, so it's shittier Vegas. And it's not like the city, like, you look at it and you go, ooh, it's so pretty. It's like, no, it hasn't been nice and, like, 80 years so like what are we doing and i know we're hella off topic right now yeah. um but yeah, I will say, that. yeah it's something um but let me see i can't i thought i was gonna be able to hell if you want all the pre-show to throw up on your end as like a bonus thing take it i mean hell dude i can't get an episode recorded to save my life i might take you up on that um just sharing this real quick yeah. right. so you can see what i'm looking at yeah legitimately like 
Formula One has like expressly been like, we are never going back to airport racetracks because they did it like once or twice. I think specifically okay. in the US, like one was in like the Caesars parking lot in Vegas and the okay. other one was like some airport, like I sort of runways up in like New York, Meadowlands area. Yeah. And they were like, it is so bad. And like, then they're like, and here's what the F1 spec track would look like. And it's like using the airport runways in AC. I'm like, oh guys, please don't do this. Don't get their hopes up. Anyway, good talk. Yeah. I guess it's gonna it's gonna go bad. That's gonna go so bad. Yeah. So that's your race talk for the well, race talk is different. Race car talk for the day. Not that kind of race talk show. We're a pro equality show and then oh, sports that aren't baseball. Oh god, you know, I want to make a joke here, but if you're gonna use this audio, I can't make that joke. Because yeah, it's about a different show. Worse. Yeah. It's a different show that I, I want to kind of trash on because they're too active on non-baseball stuff on their own feeds. It's like, that's just not going to work. Uh, can I say the thing? Yeah. Can I, can I guess it? I can I always think, edit it out. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Oh, no. Oh. Uh, Remember a while oh, back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Right. Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. If you dig yeah. back to their, like, their formal account tweet, yeah. like for those shows thing you can see what i mean they personal opinions stay on the personal page do what yep. you want there show page keep that clean i have enough bad takes so exactly. i can roll with it exactly yeah see if you incorporate as part of your persona then it's all good but like when it's not it doesn't work but yeah that one is the is the one i want to say see now they may have that kind of talk on their show but yeah well honestly if you or i use it we might just bleep out the pot i said I want to start. I think he he was cool to me, but like yeah. that guy is like the most like yeah, negative kind of. dude, and he's like a fan of a great team. I'm like, my man, life is good, brother. Settle. You could have watched the Phillies for the last decade. I mean, like, there's some people like I really admire some people that are around here, like with the optimism, like, uh, oh, oh, this is bad. I'm blanking on the dude's name that I had him on. He was a really nice guy. And he oh, came sure. up to talk about the jackals going to Hinchcliffe. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know exactly what I'm talking Bro, about. Bro, you literally blanked about his name on a previous podcast we did together. Yeah. He, I feel yeah. so bad, too, because he's such a nice guy. I was the guy I was thinking of because I finally found it. Brian Lopinto. I'm really right. sorry, Brian, man. I like, you're a great dude. I just, I blanked, I blanked on the name because it's been a minute. Don't feel bad about Brian. He just said blanked on your name. So obviously, you know. I'm not really working great right now. <laughs> My man's running at best half capable. Hey, that's how the show has been since day one. While I'm going through my Spotify so I can track down your show, which I'm currently on, um, I will also shout out uh, Cowboy Up podcast, which I know that might get edited out because we're in a weird in between right now. But Cowboy yeah. Up is the Alpine Cowboys podcast. And it's actually very good, very informative. See, I haven't listened to it. I may have to start listening to that. Let's see. It's just I mentioned, all in, uh, I mentioned in something that could or could not end up being uh, in yeah. the episode. So sorry if it's not and this yeah. stays in or if this gets cut, whatever. I mentioned in some way it's kind of a show me here for the Pecos. And it's because actually they talked about it uh, with the Cowboys manager talking about um, essentially in 2019 and 2018, the league was getting a little bit better, like closer to where they wanted it. And then yeah. 2020 happened. And then all those college kids they rely on disappeared at the same time the pioneer league popped up on their west coast market and 
it started so snatching at him. And that's why it went downhill so hard. So this was the first year that he was saying, like, he called, last two years, he was probably calling 100 people a season to try to get a 26-man roster. And this year, he called, like, 600. So oh. they should be getting back, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be certain teams are going to be back. Yeah, but, it, like, your Roswells and your, your Cowboys are probably going to be solid, and then you're going to have uh, probably two sounds good, and then you're going to have certain teams giving up 36. Which I see what you mean about the tie-dyed Roswell, or not Roswell, tie-dyed uh, Austin logo. Another it's not great. I, I will say it was my bottom five, but it could be worse. Honestly, there's potential in it, though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, I think if you were to change out the little Texas State things to something different as a, as a design on the in-between, then you were to... Honestly, I almost am in favor of saying... You take out, like you strip all the design on it. You just keep the tie-dyed A, mm-hmm. and then like for the center column, what I yeah, want to do is I want to replace the Lone Star and the Texas flag with a, like a weirdo's A, and mm-hmm. then take bo- all the white on that Texas flag and tie-dye it. I think you can't mess with the Texas flag that much, though. They're really sensitive about it down there. I mean, They're like, it's like, dude, you messed the flag once and all of a sudden you got sovereign nation talk and like, you know, separatism again. It's a whole thing, dude. Now, oh, now, anyway. we're getting, now we're back into the constitution and it's like, dude, what are we doing here? Um, oh, I will now we're say this. Guy talk of other shows. Weirdos. Uh, listen, I know you're listening because you yeah. definitely listen. I mean, you're looking for advice because you just got hammered for five tutties last night. Um, or wasn't last night? Yeah, probably. So um, yeah, five plus it's, it's all run together, version. man. All run together. Yeah, going for two in the clutch is a bold choice, but I do respect it. Yeah. Um, so do uh, my actual point here. I would say uh, you're gonna you're in Austin. You're gonna want to do anything you can to either get Joe Rogan or Matthew McConaughey to approve their face being used as the logo and just run it. Just and it just be Matthew oh, McConaughey's face, and then oh, like. Well. Y- Every time you link together two hits, you're like, mm, it's a Lincoln, and that's it. And you're good. Man, you're solid. You got this thing. Honestly, you could probably get McConaughey involved. He seems like the kind of guy that would just be like, outright, yeah, I'm down. Confession time, and I'm so sorry, this episode, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish this episode, but you're not. Um, <laughs> I have a short list at all times of people that I think should buy an indie ball team and could dominate. Because, yeah. So, frankly, from my perspective here, I... For anyone who does not know, uh, I was in Lexington last year. It did not go great. Um, I was in Lexington, I would say, specifically for the entire offseason and then for six days of the season. And then um, people started getting let go, starting with the front office first. So um, uh, last in, first out kind of vibe, I guess. But yeah. um, I saw... when You don't use Facebook to sell season tickets. So. Yep. Well, <laughs> um, but I would say I saw two different types of, of owners there. Um, one is still currently the owner of Charleston and I'm hearing already reports that things are fascinating in Charleston and um, I have to be fair I have not been able to independently verify those reports but I've heard a few different things Uh, but on the other side there was Brandon Phillips who look the both the Phillips brothers working their way in here and um, but Brandon definitely had some different ideas about how to run some things and basically how to use money and how to spotlight the the field like the the action on the field and i don't know if you've been looking Mm -hmm. Uh, he was looking for a baseball team didn't get one but he found a opportunity for a new professional softball team down texas oh yeah like texas smoke or something like that do yourselves a favor go check out their branding go check out like the content they've had like unveil their home field like 
they are doing such a good job and like spending good money and you can tell like there's passion for the product and it's so refreshing so i'm always thinking like okay like owners like with money and not just money of like oh i can afford a team it's like oh like i can afford a team and i'm in like check my balance like that kind of thing but like there's a few like i've always said like sorry it's like controversial but like Morgan yeah. Wallen, dude, stop doing baseball and music videos and get yourself a team, bro. You got team. You got money. This get weird. And you can like put it right in Tennessee. There's room for expansion. Like that would be a vibe. Wait, weren't they gonna put a baseball stadium down like near Gulf Shores or something like that? I vaguely remember there being a discussion of putting a team in like Mississippi or something. Oh yeah, you're right. Um yeah, it was a while which... ago. I think it was like either nineteen or beginning part of twenty before everything went to hell. Uh <laughs> And so I, I, I vaguely remember that because like I feel like Mississippi would work really well too because you could really sell the Morgan Wallet name down there. Like Tennessee would work, don't get me wrong, but I feel like Tennessee loves stuff. Morgan, but like, I get yeah. you completely. Tennessee's got a lot of competition though. He's got SEC baseball, then you got uh you know, they got some good college leagues down there too. So I yeah. do I do agree. I see where you're going. I kinda like there's less competition in Mississippi as well. Exactly. Because really what do you have? You have uh pretty much just the Mississippi Braves mm-hmm. and Biloxi. Yep. Basically. So, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I don't love if your plan is to kind of like bank on tourism. I don't love that plan, but you know, it could work. My obsession, and I don't know if I've said this publicly, um, yeah. but I will say it here. Yeah. It is currently, ironically enough, if you know me, being used as a rugby field, I think. Yes, it okay. is. Um, but if baseball were to come back to New Orleans, yeah, like, I would be there already like i would be there with a resume and like already looking to buy a place because nola's nola's that vibe for me yeah and uh, man the fact that the baby cakes didn't work there is so disappointing but i feel like if you put an indie ball team in there with the freedom get real weird like yeah you got something like i think you could pull something off there um problem is the location is not great on that ballpark yeah i thought it was like by an airport or something i mean yeah so that was uh it I love it. They were called the Shrine on Airline, which is kind of funny. Now they call it the Gold Mine, which because okay. it's like Nola Gold is the rugby team, which again, by yeah. me, um, it is yeah. right next to Raising Canes, which is a huge selling point in my mind. But I understand that's not for everybody. Um, though I will not start Chick Fil A talk on this podcast, and you're welcome to that. Yeah, um, yeah, because we don't need to talk about flavorless chicken. Look, man, that's between you and the Lord, man. I, we won't get into it. Better not. Yeah, let's see. I'm okay with it. I, I will say quality of AAA has gone down recently. God, dude, I'm so sorry about this podcast. No, it's all right. Great. Honestly, I'm <laughs> loving this. Like, eventually, we'll I'm get so around to like, the formal Guys, I promise I will like reward everybody with some sort of insight, and you're going to probably be so disappointed when we actually hear it, but I'm going to try. I really hope you put this up as like a thing on your on your uh, YouTube channel or on your feed. I really hope. I mean, I'm fine with it. I like the party. Yeah, um, I guess it'll work really well. Yeah. I'm trying to. I went back because, like, as soon as you said Nola, I was like, I vaguely remember looking at them to put them in an article I thought I was going to write once, and so I mm-hmm. went back through. I found the article, and it doesn't have it in there, and I was so disappointed. Oh, yeah, because I was going to screen okay. share it, but you know, yeah. See, the big thing with New Orleans is. Well, I mean, it's actually not bad location. I'm sorry, like this is a dumb thing. Like we should. Mm-hmm. This is me just talking about like a ballpark that I wish would work, but yeah. it is is right on right off of sixty one, yeah. which is like a solidly main thoroughfare. For context, it's eight miles from Superdome, 
which is fairly, which is walkable, not the eight miles, but the Superdome is walkable from the main part of town. So yeah. you kind of figure that's the distance you're looking at. But that is a fairly easy public transportation trip, as mm. far as I recall. I'm not an expert on the transit lines down there, but um, yeah, man, like there's potential there. And it's just, and they get good rugby crowds, which is weird. I, and I follow US professional rugby if you're curious yeah. about how my life's going. Um, I and, judged off the Instagram picture that uh, that was the case. Dude, I, I just said, oh, if you want to judge me, I follow US Pro Rugby as if I didn't just start this whole thing off with a Pecos League take. Um, yeah, I mean, it feels like it should work. I, if, and you know, the frustrating thing is like it could be one of those things where like ownership wasn't there to pump money in, like that wasn't the type of ownership they had and the city wasn't going to dump money in for minor league baseball and then all of a sudden yeah. they got dropped. So, you know, maybe it's a fine situation. They were able to quickly get another team in there, so someone cares, but like another sport, but yeah, it's just, but, but, there's so much wasted potential. Sorry, I'm done. And the I, Baby Cakes brand was so good. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I first off, when they were the Zephyrs, I still don't know what the hell a Zephyr is. Nope. I, I looked it up, and it says, like, a light breeze, and I was just like, that is not anything you should name your team. I mean, that's not even intimidating. That doesn't really move the needle. That just is like, like a light breeze that just it honestly sounds rather nice to be at a baseball game and have a light breeze coming in. Like that sounds nice. Get rid of like all the gnats and stuff. I do know. believe it's a reference to the the breeze off the poncha train, but I'm not going to get particular. I don't know that for sure, but that's the only thing I think of. The fact you know this much about New Orleans is not yeah, really spent, surprising, but like some time, big dog. I bet you I have. like to party and I like to build uh I like to build houses in areas where houses need to be built, which boy is New Orleans the place to go for that. Um, or my other passion, West Virginia. Um, oh my god, dude. Uh, yeah. sorry, I just as yeah. I was scrolling to just saw the Lexington Regional for College World Series yeah. <laughs> where they're staying at UK's dorms because they don't yeah. have available places. And uh, Stephen Shock, who is a god among gods, he's my ultimate gift for the pod. Yeah, he just <laughs> retweeted with Oh boy, Airbnb, do I have an NIL opportunity for you? <sighs> Lexington, oh, gotta get great. together, babies. Yeah, and it case, like I was saying with North, like I get it. I get like the potential because it's also a major city that's not doing anything in the summer. So it's like until the Saints come around, you're gold. Because I mean, like, mm. what do you really have to fight with the Pelicans and the Saints? Like, you have a large window of opportunity there. You're exactly so, right. The thing yeah. is, I would have loved them for like the Atlantic League when Sugarland was there. Because it, it just would have been awesome. Been, I know. It, it I know. would have been so tailor made, especially because then, like, was it like the Woodlands or something? Is a big mm -hmm. uh, city over there. It's like a suburban city, kind of like Sugarland is. You could have topped one more team in there. You would have had three teams set up right there. You could put a pod. You could have organized all your travels. So you just hit them all, do mm -hmm. it, change your scheduling format so that way it's close to what the uh, affiliate admirers are doing now. So you play them like six, one or yep. two series at a time, six games ten, to 10 games at a time. Go and, through each one, boom. Yeah, and, and being the person who's like the way I am, which is like fairly deep into like the weird BS of like indie ball. Like I'm also like you can get cheaper travel because you can you say you have four teams down there, you bring all four of them up, and then you can get it probably a deal on busing. They're all going to four different locations, but then you bring everyone up at the same time, and then you bring other teams down in like shifts. So like all of them are away at the same time, then all of them are home at the same time, and you can probably start to combine some travel resources. But that's just me thinking on the nerdy side of stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, buying bulk there. Plus, I mean, if you figure whatever team's going away on that kind of a road trip, that's going to hit up all of them. You figure was well, that got to be at least two, three week long road trip. Mm -hmm. 
Yo, can I just say one of the yeah. funniest things to me is I talked to some Lamley people about Sugarland, and they tried to be like, "All right, no, that's that sounded really negative when I started that. Let me let me back it up." Okay, there are certain people who do try to spin it like Sugarland didn't just straight up get like picked out because they were so good. They try to make yeah. it like, well, it wasn't like it was mutual, it wasn't really going to work. So I'm glad something worked out for them. But in that conversation, they were like, you know, like they were flying up, and like you have to fly there. And in my head, I'm like, yo. Cleburne would have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, Cleburne has to drive up through three states before they get to the next team they play. Uh, mutual. Like, I was talking up on it was mutual. The hell you mean it was mutual? Sugarland wanted out from day one. I was, and, and I will say, I'll get ahead. That was not an official league person. Like that was not yeah. someone speaking on behalf of the league. That's just yeah. certain people in the league have tried to spin that. I'm like, oh baby, no. Also, yeah. my math is terrible. They don't have to go three states. They got to go like almost a full two though, which is a tough drive. Yeah, because it's pretty much all of Texas and then Oklahoma, right? And then they get to should be let me see my geography is anything Kansas, or is it that yeah. they go to uh, yeah Kansas because Nebraska is slightly higher up because yeah, it sure, got man. the notch that bleeds into I think Colorado. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, the only Sorry. reason I can ever this is so bad. Only I can easily ID Missouri. Don't know why. Uh, but the only reason I can tell which one's Kansas because they share a border, and like I'm like Kansas City Royals are there, and that's it. So if you're wondering, this is the uh, same person who didn't know how to spell socks until he was in high school because I thought it was SOX. So. I really hope that, like, on some essay of value, spelled it like how you spell white socks or red socks. My man, I'm 100% confident. Yep, 100% sure that happened. I re- see the thing I, is, I, it's it really like well sophomore year girlfriend who is like, oh, honey. <laughs> Shout Emily DeMalto. I really hope someone finds her on like Twitter or something. Just sends this. Don't do that. She's a great person. She's she was so much better than me. Like, if you think I'm a wild card now, high school Ryan was a situation. You know, I there's a couple of people that I think I could kind of put together between like what you would be like. <laughs> but in fairness, that individual I'm thinking of derailed the train too. So like. I'm gonna say that person is in jail. To be fair, no, they're not. Hey, they were go. teaching high school science classes. Yeah, that's a plot twist. Not for Randy. It's, hey, man, fan, uh, fan of physics. Yeah, the best part was he, and this is like way off topic here. But right, after like, this, let's make a deal. We're bringing it back. Okay, yeah, we'll bring it back okay. after this. But a couple of the best from Randy was he kept like a tank of tilapia, and he'd have a fish fry at the end of the year of the tilapia. And the one time he was like, "Yeah, you don't gotta kill it with a knife. You don't have to throw it on uh, throw it on ice or anything. You could just you you could easily one blow to the head and that that'll put the tilapia out." So he takes this fish out. It had been on ice. It wasn't dead. Throws it onto like the you know like how science classrooms got like the countertops. So passes on the countertop. Throws like a dish towel over its head. Punches this fish. It doesn't die. It's still flopping. That was even more panic. He punches this thing against the dead. Everyone in the room is like, Randy, it's not dying. And so then he had to find a knife and kill the thing. So that was one of the great ones. He also took oh, his wife that piece. was eight, oh. months, yeah, eight months pregnant kayaking through the Everglades. Choices. In hurricane season. Choices. And then a storm rolled in. Mm-hmm. He also told us how he wanted to liberate a whale from SeaWorld. Hey, that's a fair, that's a shared goal for a lot of people. Honestly, if everyone would just start a group chat, I think you can get it done. No, no, he wanted to do it himself. And so 
then we said, Randy, what was your plan to move this over two-ton aquatic mammal that needs to be submerged in water lest it, you know, suffocate? Roll them. And then he said, as he plays, like, well, at first I thought I could just throw them in my truck, but then I realized the logistics were not going to work out for that. So then I just left SeaWorld. I just left SeaWorld. That way, that's how far he got in this plan. Yeah, oh, whales are big. Yeah, he, he showed up there because he worked with whales. He like did research with them. And so he named a lot. He was, oh, what was it? I think it was K-Pod and the Puget Sound. And he named one of the whales Pringles. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't even know what to do with this. Oh, trust me. There's the he also told us how if he's found like you know a dead deer on the side of the road that as he put it it has to be freshly killed he'd pick it up gut it on the side of the road and throw it in his car and we're like randy you ever do that on your way to school he's like oh yeah i've done it a couple times on my way to school i find him on the side of route 80 just toss him in the back they're like randy why are you eating road because like it's good meat still all right, I got two things, and that's what's going to bring. And then I think after the second one, you're going to be like, yeah, that's that's good. We'll bring it back now. Um, one is I took a trip down to uh, the south. I'm not even going to spotlight a state because we're not doing that here. Um, my A buddy of mine who is less comfortable in, in the south, uh, he's going to run over to the convenience store, uh, and I would assume get something to microwave for dinner. And he hops in the car and I would say about three minutes later comes like running back into the house and okay. we're like, what's, what's up bud? Did the truck not start? That was the most likely scenario. And, yeah. uh, he was like, uh, he just, uh, and it was clear we had to follow him. So like, Oh God. Okay. So we go and down at the end of the road, there's his truck, a dead deer and like another truck. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, and my, the initial instinct is like, Oh, yeah. he went to avoid this deer. There was an accident. Cause that's why they yeah. have trucks here. Um, and, and so we're like trying to get the story from him and we realize he has no idea why the other truck is there. Yeah. And right about then the, the, he's like one of those guys who you could tell could probably pick up a truck, but also he's fat. It's kind of a vibe. And, um, but okay. tank top though. So we could really get a good idea. Yeah. Uh, and he looks at my buddy who is now as uncomfortable as uncomfortable gets, looks like he's on the verge of prying. He's like 22. Yeah. And yeah. the guy goes, uh, that's your deer. And my buddy goes, uh, I hit it. And he starts in the hall. I was driving it and I hit it with, with the train and he's cut the most walnut. <laughs> and my buddy's no. And he's like, all right. And that guy had that thing in the back of his truck and probably within a minute. And when he was gone, I was like, damn son, that's welcome to the party. But beyond that, uh, we're yeah. going to backtrack to uh, something through something we talked about to get back to where we want to be, okay. which is I'm now looking at New Orleans sports to see what would be competing. Yeah. And um, I didn't find much uh, comp competing with baseball during the summer, but um, shout out to the Big Easy Roller Girls, which is both a team name and also probably a descriptor of some of the girls. I was going to say, did, like, which isn't offensive, it is realistic because I have watched some roller derby in the past. Different girlfriend. I was going to, there's a lot going on here. I'm, I'm just going to go with, did Charles Barkley name this team? Oh, dude. Yeah, great reference. I know. San Antonio I, girls, man. Yeah. Churros. You know, he's been told by TNT he's not allowed to do that anymore, right? That is amazing. Yeah, I'm going to also put you on notice. Him. 
we could have a dog barking soon in the background here because there's a random dog just walking into my yard. Really weird. All right. On that note, hey, how about the Atlantic League or whatever you want to talk about? Yeah, I suppose I should do like the formal intro, which all I'm going to say is the the last point I'm going to make on Randy is he had a ball of mercury he'd used to play with and then they had to take it away from him because he kept playing with the mercury and he dropped it a couple of times. I don't even know what to do with that. I will say I probably have a heart out at like 8.30. So right. sorry about yeah. whatever it is we end up with here on this pod. So feel free to pick anything you want from this and I'll take the leftovers even if it makes no sense and just post it without any conf- like any detail. No, no. Okay, we'll actually get the ground running now. Okay. Okay, why not? So. Well, we already got our Pecos League talk out of the way. All the Pecos League talk that you planned on having. I don't think I've ever planned on having Pecos League talk. For the moment they me. sent me a vaguely threatening email. That definitely did not imply at all that they were going to sue me. Uh, Certainly. Okay. All right, three, two, one. I may not have a lot, but I love what I got. A four by four and a good fishing spot. I hope this time my card won't decline.